Hi, this is Adam Bergman, partner with the IRA Financial Group. Today, I want to discuss the emergence of bitcoins as an investment option for self-directed retirement investors. And bitcoins has taken uh, the market by storm. It's over the last few months been a really popular option for our clients. Uh, we've had a, the opportunity to work with a lot of new clients for the last few months who are looking at bitcoins as a means and a vehicle for uh, their retirement. And um, it's like, you know, we'll see what happens. It's been around, obviously, since 2009. Um, Bitcoins is the most visible and popular cryptocurrency, but there's others like Ethereum and Litecoin. And it's growing. Um, From the the numbers I've seen uh, from the last year, the market capitalization has increased from $7.16 billion to almost $28 billion. Uh, there's tons of volatility and fluctuation, which a lot of you know, traders like. Um, but, you know, for the uh, retirement investor, you, you uh, need to make sure that you're comfortable with seeing your retirement portfolio jump from day to day. Uh, but uh, really, you know, I'm an attorney. I'm not an investment advisor. So I'm not here to tell people that it is or, or not a good investment. All I'm here is to explain and discuss what the tax treatment of cryptocurrencies are so that retirement investors can better uh, decide whether it makes sense for them or not from a tax perspective. Um, so the first thing, obviously, I want to discuss is that it is legal to buy cryptocurrency through a retirement account. The IRS, under Section 408 and 4975 of the Internal Revenue Code, really uh, outlined four types of investments that are prohibited. Two are found in Section 408, life insurance and collectibles like artwork, uh, baseball cards. There's a special carve out for precious metals like uh, bullion, uh, uh, palladium, silver, gold, bullion, or American eagles or state minted coins are not considered uh, collectibles and they're legal. Uh, life insurance is not allowed in an IRA but allowed in a 401k. And then the largest category of prohibited transactions are found in 4975 and really cover uh, self dealing, conflict of interest, any investment that the direct or indirect benefit will be passed along individually, personally, to the IRA holder or his or her lineal descendants, which are considered disqualified persons. So parents, children, spouse, daughter-in-law, son-in-law of the IRA holder uh, are disqualified, and the IRA holder cannot transact with any of those parties or entities associated with those parties. So, for example, I can't buy a house and live in it. But Bitcoins and other cryptocurrencies don't fit into those categories. As we know, uh, there's some guidance from the IRS about what a cryptocurrency is from a tax uh, perspective. Uh, the, uh, the IRS outlined their position in 2014, notice, IRS notice 2014-21, and the IRS came out and clearly said, hey, bitcoins are property. Just like stocks, real estate, it is property. It is not currency. Even though the word cryptocurrency or bitcoins are considered currency, you can use it to buy things, um, it, the IRS doesn't care. They're not treating it as currency. For a number of reasons, obviously, it would run afoul to the to the position that the U.S. dollar is the only you know currency of, of, of the United States. Um, so there there was various reasons why they couldn't treat this as currency. But from a tax standpoint, it didn't make sense to treat it as currency. It made a lot more tax sense to treat it as a property. So thus, you can tax people on gains from the sale and purchase of these assets if there's a gain, and the IRS is treating it like stock. There are short-term capital gains if you hold the property less than 12 months, and short-term capital gain rates, as of today, uh, mirror individual income tax rates, so they can go as high as 40%. And if you hold it more than 12 months, you'll get long-term capital gain treatment, which can be 15 or 20% based off your income tax bracket. 
So the IRS is clearly saying, hey, this is property. This is not a currency from tax standpoint. That means if you get paid in bitcoins, you got to pay tax on it. Uh, if you pay an independent contractor bitcoins, you got to issue them a 1099. Gains and loss from the sale of exchange are taxable as a capital asset, just like stocks. Um, and if you make payment using virtual currency, you're subject to the same information reporting. So the IRS is interested to keep tracks. They're concerned about some of the anonymity involved, but they're treating it as property, just like stocks. So what does that mean for retirement account investors? Well, that means a few things. Just like stocks, if you buy Apple or Google stock personally and you sell it and there's a gain, if you held it less than 12 months, you're going to pay ordinary income tax rates. If you held it more than 12 months, short-term, uh, excuse me, long-term capital gains are 15 or 20%. Well, if you hold in a retirement account, we know IRAs and 401ks don't pay capital gains tax. They don't, capital gains tax does not exist, meaning whether you hold bitcoins for a day or for a year, you pay no tax. You may pay tax down the road if it's a pre-tax IRA. So when you hit 59 and a half, you may pay tax and, a temper, and, and no penalty, just tax. Or if you're over 70, we know you have to take requirement and distribution, just pay income tax. But before you do pay that tax, that money is growing, and that's called tax deferral. So if you're in your 30s, 40s, or 50s, and you make money each year selling Bitcoins, all that money is going back into your IRA, and you can reinvest it in stocks or, or buy additional Bitcoins. But that's called tax deferral, where that money is growing without immediate taxation. If you held the Bitcoins in a Roth IRA, which would make a whole lot of sense if you can get into a Roth, then you could generate tax-free growth so long as you did not take a distribution from the Roth IRA or 401k before the age of 59 and a half and before holding in five years. So you'd have to hold the Roth IRA at least five years and be over 59 and a half before you can take tax-free treatment and, and, and take the income or gains from the Roth IRA generated by the Bitcoins or the other investments tax-free. So right away, you see the tax play right there. If you're going to buy and sell Bitcoins and hold them less than a year, which a lot of investors are doing, they're, they're trading these pretty actively. You don't have to worry about short-term capital gains and income tax and individual income tax rates. You can just generate tax deferral or tax-free growth if you hold in a Roth. So that's obviously very attractive to a lot of people. And we've seen uh, the results. We have tons and tons of people that are calling and engaging us to use their self-directed IRA 401k to buy Bitcoins. Uh, again, I'm not here to say whether that's wise or not. I'm not an investment advisor. I don't sell Bitcoins. Uh, uh, that's not my job. My job is to uh, explain to people that ta it, it is something the IRS allows. These are the tax uh, rules involved, and, and it is taxed as property as per notice, uh, 2014 uh, notice that was issued by the IRS on its taxation. So we know uh, even though it operates like a real currency, the IRS treats it like property, just like stocks. So we, we have thanks for 2014-21 for that. Um, so again, it's possible people are doing this through different uh, mediums, Coinbase. Um, if you're buying and selling these virtual currencies, there's no tax on them. You, you, you'll pay tax later. Uh, if you take a distribution, if it's a pre-tax IRA, not if it's a Roth, Coinbase seems to be a popular way, although there's, you know, uh, there's been some problems in terms of down, uh, website, um, uh, in operations and, and, and different issues involving Coinbase, but there are other exchanges that are popular, uh, people are not just buying Bitcoins, but they're buying Ethereum or uh, uh, Litecoin and different types of cryptos. So this is obviously, even though it's been around since 2009, over the last few years, uh, it's obviously taken full steam and it's quickly uh, manifesting itself into its own 
little industry, and it's ever-changing. It, it's changing quickly from day to day. Uh, it can go up 20%, down 10%. So it's, it's a very volatile investment. Uh, it's still in its infancy stages. There's still a lot of people that don't trust it as an investment asset. Definitely you know, do your diligence. Think about where you're buying, where you're setting up your Bitcoin account. Uh, generally, people do this through a solo 401k in the name of the trust, or they'll open up an LLC account in a self-directed IRA LLC context where the LLC owns the Bitcoin account, the IRA owns the LLC, giving uh, the manager of the LLC, you, the IRA owner, with checkbook control. Since the LLC is wholly owned by the IRA, treat it as a disregarded entity for tax purposes, and there is no tax uh, on the income of gains generated by the Bitcoin investment. Tax is deferred in the case of a traditional IRA or 401k. Tax-free growth in the case of a Roth IRA or Roth 401k, as long as you're over 59 and a half, and the Roth's been open five years. Um, all this is possible. There's some tax planning opportunities. Again, you need to make sure that Bitcoins are right for you and the right investment vehicle uh, uh, is either the IRA or 401k. Uh, if you're self-employed, you, you probably want to get into a solo K. If you're not, self-directed IRA with checkbook control is your answer. Uh, but again, you got to make sure that the investment works for you. You're okay with its uh, volatility, um, the fact that it's still really new. Uh, there's still it's not established as an investment asset it's no basically it's not part of you know stock exchanges there's not even mutual funds that cover it um sec hasn't weighed in really much on it they're still haven't given authority to create investment products surrounding it um so it's it's really on the peripheral it's out there uh people are making money people are losing money on it so just be careful, but it is something that can be purchased with a retirement account. It is not prohibited. It is legal. It does not uh, violate 408 or 4975 of the Internal Revenue Code. Uh, but investors, be wary. Uh, be aware of, of the risks. Um, but if you do have questions on it, give us a call, 800-472-0646, 800-472-0646. You can email info at iratefinancialgroup.com, info at iratefinancialgroup.com. You can email me. Adam B at IRAfinancialgroup.com, A-D-A-M-B as in boy, Adam B at IRAfinancialgroup.com. Um, thanks again for listening, uh, and until next time, uh, have a great day.